Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. We are shells of humans, broadly, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) It is currently 7.38 a.m., um, and we're up <laughs> and we're recording for you and we're doing our best. Uh, so if it's 7.38 AM when you're listening to this, cause I feel like that's probably a common time. That's probably yeah, a like getting ready commute time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, Hey, you probably feel, feel you. the exact same as us. <laughs> yep. My uh, morale was pretty low, but I just saw a blue jay right out my window and I feel like that's always a good, like, yeah motif in you know to see yeah. like a colorful bird i don't know why but i feel like that like to see a blue jay or like a cardinal randomly i feel like is like positive is that do people feel that way i don't know i don't know i don't know if that's like a thing or not but i get happy when i see colorful birds i get happy when i see bunnies i get happy when i see puppies so we'll take all of those and that's a great segue into what we're talking about today bunnies <laughs> birds <laughs> spring <laughs> You know, spring bucket lists. Yeah. I'm sure you guys yeah. did not see this coming at all if you listened last week. Yeah. Um, big surprise. Yeah. But yeah, last week we were planning on doing this combined with our ins and outs originally, but we decided we had talked too much already. So we are going to make it into its own episode here um, and talk through some of the things we hope to accomplish, hope to experience this spring season. Yep. And... Should be good. When does spring technically end? Like end of June, mid June? Yeah, like I want to say like June twentieth or something like that. All right, we've got like three months. LFG. We're yeah. gonna talk you through all the things. Oh yeah. But before we do that, let's kick it off with the week in review. I need to drink some water. My morning voice is coming out. (laughs) Not the morning voice. You were the first person I talked to this morning. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would expect that. That that would be like really early to have. I feel like I don't usually speak my first words until like my first meeting. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. See, because I live with Ash, I feel like I at least say like good morning to her at some point. Uh, So I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Now I have to think about it. Now I'm going to keep mm-hmm. a log of every time I say my first word. Yeah. Of the day. Yeah. I don't know. I guess interesting. it depends if I go to the office or not. Because if I go to the office, then I say bye to Grant. But if not, like my meetings start early enough that usually like he's still getting ready and whatever. Mm. I don't know. Anyways. So for my week in review, I just had two things that I wanted to discuss, you know, break down. <laughs> um. The first thing is that on – what day was this? On Saturday, um, we hung out with some of Grant's friends who, like, I consider to be my friends, too, from college. But they are, mm-hmm. like, his – more like his friend group, like, from his fraternity and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm always, like, down to go hang out with them. And it was interesting because we went to um, this apartment complex that, like, a few of them live in. And somehow, like, throughout the – 
it was kind of like, I don't want to call it a darty, but it was kind of like a 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. on situation. Um, okay. And somehow like during that day, uh, we ended up in this like friend of a friend's apartment mm-hmm. in that same building because they had a, like a nice balcony situation and it was like weirdly warm out on Saturday. So like people wanted to be on like the balcony, which is great. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my point is I ended up in like a less familiar environment than I wanted to be in. Like I was like, I'm mm-hmm. down for like social interaction but i feel like post covid it's hard for me to be down for like more spontaneous like stranger experiences in general yeah um and that's not to say she wasn't like perfectly nice like she was a very nice girl but i feel like i was there for like a couple hours and it was like i don't even know what time it was honestly maybe like yeah like 8 p.m by that point um and i just i looked at grit and i said do you want to leave anytime soon if not i'm calling my uber because i don't want to be here anymore (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like that was good progress for me because I feel like in the past I would like I don't know like in college I have a lot of memories of like me really not wanting to be somewhere anymore but just feeling like I had to prove that I could like hang or like be fun for like his friends and that kind of stuff and now I'm just like very much like I hit a social wall and I'm like I'm not fun anymore got a blast see ya (laughs) yeah Um, and luckily in this situation he was like you know what I'm down to leave too so like we did but I would have called the Uber and it, like I would have been fine with it. And I think that's like progress from where I was yeah. like a couple of years ago. I think I would have like stayed out and like been kind of miserable about it and like regretted it and been tired. Um, so I just wanted to say I, I, wa- I wrote like learning how to set boundaries during a night out. This wasn't even like a night out. It was like a weird afternoon out situation. But you guys get the vibe. Like if <laughs> yeah. you like hit a social wall, like – it's honestly better for everyone if you politely exit because otherwise I feel like you're just like bringing down the vibes. Like people can tell you don't want to be there. Um, yeah. And I didn't. So I left. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> so that was one thing. And then the other thing is I went to the MFA for the first time since COVID. My parents came down and they're very like cultural museum type people. Um, so we decided to meet there. And I was just like reminded how – freaking humongous that place is that place yeah is insane to the point where i'm like i feel like you should just buy a ticket for like a specific wing because you're never gonna see it all ever yeah i was just like i don't know i knew that it was huge but i was so disoriented the whole time i was there and i never knew what section i was in or where i was going that i was like oh my gosh this place is crazy but um it was it was like nice to be back. I think I forgot that they have a lot of like actually really high value pieces there and like pieces from remarkable artists. So that was cool to be reminded of. And um, I did get in for free because I tried my Northeastern ID again. So it nice. doesn't have a um, expiration date on it. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> ah, classic. <laughs> Can you buy uh, like – Tickets for just a certain wing of no. the museum. Oh, but I'm saying okay. like they should have that model because yeah. like, like honestly, my parents don't really like like modern art that much. Um, mm-hmm. They like the more historical stuff. So like we spent most of the time in like the like uh, a certain like European art wing, like looking at like the impressionist stuff because that's what they wanted to mm-hmm. see for the most part. But I was like, we paid like 30 bucks. I mean, they paid like 30 bucks. Um <laughs> And like we're not we're not looking at like a three fourths of the museum, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But all right, MFA, if you're listening, <laughs> I think you can get tickets 
just for the special exhibits. Like, you know how they have like visiting oh, yeah. things? Like, I think you yeah. could get a ticket just for that and not the rest of the museum. I don't know, actually. Maybe I'm wrong. But they didn't have any going on this past week. But they are starting one, I think, like this coming weekend where, you know, that like wave painting that's famous, the one that was on the cover of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The artist that did that has like a special exhibit there. So like, I think that ah. paint, I don't know what that's, I, I feel like I should know what that's called. You, you guys know the wave, <laughs> waves, <laughs> the wave painting. I feel like everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, they're having, I think that will be there. So. Ah, okay. Good to know. Good Culture, to know. you know. Culture. Um. So for my week in review, I don't think I'm going to go in this order. I'm going to start with a PSA for my fellow SSRI takers. If you're on Zoloft, if you're on the other SSRIs, I don't know. I don't remember the names of them. Um, I learned the hard way that you need to drink like a considerable amount of water when taking said SSRIs. And I'll tell you why. So I normally have my 40 ounce Stanley cup and I will sip from this. And when you sip from your Stanley cup, like you get a good amount of water. It's like a good gulp and then you're fine. So I usually take this to like take my pills, take my anti-anxiety med before I go to bed. And last night I wasn't using my Stanley cup. I had bought a water because I forgot my water for dance on Tuesday and I had bought it and I still had like a little bit left in the cup. Like not a ton, like a trickle of water, but my pills are like super small that I was like, oh, this is fine. This will get them down the hatch and we'll be good to go. Wrong. I was up for two hours with the most excruciating heartburn I have Hmm. ever experienced in my life. I literally, so I, the TLDR is I ended up actually calling my dad so I could walk over to CVS on the phone with him to get like heartburn Mm -hmm. relief medication at like 11... 45 because they closed at midnight and I was like I need to get over there and get medication because it literally if I didn't if it wasn't all on my right side I would have brought myself to the ER thinking I was having a heart attack like Mm -hmm. it was shooting down my back it was shooting down my right arm like the I was doubled over in pain like literally laying in child's pose on my bed to try to like get some relief and so I call my dad and I'm crying and I'm like, I, I need to walk over to CVS. I have the worst <laughs> heartburn. And he's like, do you need to like go to urgent care? Like, are you okay? I was like, I don't know if I'm okay. Um, I don't even think you so could yeah. go to urgent care at that hour. I think you'd have to go to like the no, emergency room so if anything. Yeah. And I was like, I can't go to the emergency room for heartburn. But I literally was like, do I go to the emergency room and pretend that I'm having a heart attack or say that I think I'm having a heart attack so they give me something? Um... But yeah, I learned that CVS is closed at midnight around here. And so I got um, – I bought Tums. I didn't end up using them. But I got this Mylanta. So I got that and it worked like a charm. But I literally had to take the Mylanta and then Anya knows we have like a chair in our living room that's like a little – it's like a little box. Like it's a cocoon chair. <laughs> and I literally like laid like against it because it was able to keep me sitting up. Uh, cause if you, you don't know, if you have heartburn, one of the worst things you can do is lay down. It makes it so painful. Um, so I was able to like go on my side, but like still like sitting up, but I was pretty comfortable and I fell asleep for like an hour there. And then I woke up, um, an hour later and thankfully the heartburn had like subsided enough that I was like, okay, I think I can try to like go to bed and, and be okay. But I 
it it's just not worth it. Make sure drink a whole bottle of water with your SSRI. Like I've never I literally said to my dad, I was like, I'm a baby with pain, but I can at least like be for real and be like, this is an eight for me, but like mm-hmm. a six for normal people. I literally was like, Dad, I like this is an eight, like a mm-hmm. full eight. Like I don't think I'm being traumatic. I like can't even think I'm in so much pain. So well, it's crazy that, that the difference between like a small sip and a big sip <laughs> would make such a difference. Well, I feel like it makes sense. I was looking it up and like it's actually pretty common for SSRIs to cause like pretty mm-hmm. severe heartburn. Like that's a common side effect. So it must be like something in the way that the pills are coated that like if it gets if it starts dissolving in your throat at all, like if it doesn't have enough mm. lubrication for lack of a better word to like get down your throat and into your stomach and it starts dissolving in your throat, it like game over Mm. game over and it's only so this is the second time it happened this time was way worse like 10 times worse than the first time but the first time it happened and again i like didn't drink enough water when taking my ssri so that's how i came to the conclusion that that's probably what caused it last night um but yeah so that was no bueno don't don't be like me it literally ruined my night i didn't go to bed until like truly go to bed until like midnight last night because i was Doubles over in pain. Uh, so that was great. CVS was popping though at like 11.45. I go to CVS late all the time. I'm realizing we have really different sleep really? schedules because I normally go to bed at like midnight now. Um, wow. But I go to CVS like after dance pretty frequently. And yeah, it's a popping pop spot. People are, wow. you know, you need what you need. And it's like the only place Fair open enough. that late. Well, and now I know because I just assumed that it was closed. Yeah. I was like, oh, CVS definitely closes at like 10 p.m. Like that seems totally reasonable and then i looked it up and sure enough midnight so there you go um another quick update is that i am covid free officially today's day 11 uh for me that it's later than day 11 if you're listening but the day that we're recording it's day 11 i did test negative on day six and day eight which technically meant that i was like covid free but I feel like I just you it doesn't really feel like you're free until day ten. Like yeah, there's, even there's like something in my about mind, day I was 10. like, yeah, there's something about day ten and like even like on day nine we had like dance on day nine and I wore my mask and I was like I don't know I still kind of feel like I'm a liability like mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like everyone could tell that I still have COVID. Um, so glad to be free of that. Um, But yeah, and I never got any other symptoms as an update. Stayed asymptomatic. Yeah. And then the last, my last week in review update, probably the biggest one, so that's why I saved it for last, is I'm moving. And I put question marks because basically my current roommate and I decided we like both had like different ideals for living situations mm-hmm. for our next lease term. So we decided that it was best to part ways. And I am hopefully moving in with one of my friends who lives actually like a 10 minute walk from my current place. And her apartment is like very, very nice, clean, like good size, good building. And it's actually cheaper than what mm. we pay here which is like, I'll always take cheaper. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. Um, The reason I put question marks is because I filled out the application and the landlord is definitely very particular and like thorough with his application Mm -hmm. process, which I'm like, whatever, dude, rock on. Like, I get it. It's your building. You want to make sure that there's good people in it. Um, 
But I, it has just like made me nervous and for no good reason. Like I'm a good applicant. I, ha- I can afford the apartment from a salary standpoint. I have good credit. Like I have good references, but like, I'm just like, what if, I don't know, like I, I haven't dealt with a very particular landlord before. So I'm like, what if I say hi the wrong way? And he's like, you're not getting this apartment, <laughs> which well, I don't think he would be like that. He seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. It's interesting because I like- I feel like that makes sense to me if you're like moving over to like entirely new tenants. Like if if you were applying like cold to a new building, but I feel like the fact that she already lives there and you're applying to like live with her, I'm surprised that it's so um, aggressive. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just like he – like I, I don't know if I have to like check all these boxes in my application, but then on his end, he's not going to be as like thorough as he would be with a new applicant. It's more so like – Let's see if she gives me everything that I asked for. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so hopefully um, I had to send – I actually learned how to use bill pay on Mm -hmm. uh, Bank of America. Fun fact. That was a fun adult thing to learn. So that isn't even getting delivered until um, a couple days Mm -hmm. from now. So obviously nothing can be approved until they have like the deposit on hand. Um, But – Hopefully I get approved. I'm like, Jeremy, if you're listening, I am a reliable civilian and I would love to live in your building. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I'm moving um, and moving into this place. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm technically going to be 10 minutes closer to you. Well, I was going to ask which um, direction. I couldn't remember. I've never been there. She's described it to me before, but I couldn't place what she said. Yeah, no, it's actually like weirdly on the way to Between your us. apartment. If I were leaving, mm-hmm. yeah, if I were leaving my current place, um, and it, about ten minutes, which makes sense because it takes like thirty minutes for me to walk to your place. So mm-hmm. now it'll be a twenty-minute walk. That would be get ready. Pretty convenient, actually. Yeah, and it's still close enough for walk club. Important. Yeah, that is important criteria. All right, let's get into our favorites. So I have two favorites this week. One is specific to the Boston area girlies. One is not. So I guess I'll start with the one that's specific to just get through it quick. But I went to this Mm -hmm. new craft store. Well, it's not new. It's new to me. I don't know how long it's been open. Um, It's in Cambridge. It's It's in like Inman Square, I guess I would say. And it's called Gather Here. And it was such a cute place. Like, they, it was just such good vibes. They had, like, all these starter kits for all these different types of crafts. And I just went in, like, on one random afternoon. And they actually had two different classes going on. Like, they do a lot of, like, community classes. So there was, like, a beginner, like, macrame class. And then it seemed like there was some, like, sewing class in the back. And I was like, this is just the best. Like, I love little local <laughs> businesses like this. And it really inspired me for one of my bucket list items because they had such gorgeous yarn. Like I literally was just taking picture, like taking pictures of the (laughs) yarn because I was like, this is so like aesthetic. Like they had like all these pastel, like merino wool yarns like packed together. And I was like, wow, I want to use yarn. So anyway, um, (laughs) go check it out if you're into crafts or you want to be into crafts because I think the whole thing is like making it more accessible to like start. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other favorite that's more applicable to everybody is I'm in my high-waisted undies era. I yeah. used to think there was like no point. Like I used to be like, oh, this feels like a pretty – it felt like like regular waisted undies would work with everything. So I was like, why get high-waisted undies that like might limit what you could wear it with? But I feel like in this stage of life right now, I mostly just wear high-waisted pants anyway. Um, and so obviously it'll work with those. It works with like any dresses or like one pieces, like romper type things that I would want to wear anyway. And it really is just so much more comfortable with pants, like high-waisted pants to have it come up to where the button is so that like the button's not digging into your stomach on like the other side, if that makes sense. Um, so I like the way that it like sucks, sucks me in. And, um, yeah, I've been getting all, all types, mostly from parade. They have like a really good high-waisted undie selection so Mm -hmm. check it out you know what i hate when people say panties (laughs) oh stop it's so funny no (laughs) straight to jail yeah (laughs) um i also i don't have a ton of high-waisted undies well so two things number one did you see parade is at target now i did and they also came out with swim which i want to look at Ooh, i also want to look at that and number two, I, I don't own a ton of high-waisted undies, but I have a couple pairs from Skims. And mm-hmm. they just – especially if you're wearing a tight dress. Uh, the, yeah. And the ones I got aren't, like, shapewear-specific underwear. But it just – like, mentally, I'm like, this is better. Yeah. This looks better. You just feel kind of, like, embraced a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Hugged I feel like someone's mid-section. holding my stomach a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, perfect. That's great. Thank you. Um. My favorite is the new Summer Fridays lip balms. I don't know if you've seen these on TikTok. I think – so it's not new lip balms, it's new shades of their lip balm, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they have their – I think it's just called like the lip butter balm. Um, and it's truthfully my favorite lip balm if I had to pick. I think Over I pick the, the road one? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Might have to try. Um. I'm like, we don't stand Hailey Bieber anymore. I know, but the rose lip, the lip peptides it are is so good. good. <laughs> it is good, but you know what? What I will say is the road uh, lip balm is like so thick yeah. to the point where I like almost feel like incapacitated for the first like five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go outside and have wind blow because then yeah. it's like right like my hair will go right in the lip balm. Like I can't put anything over my head because I could risk like rubbing it on the lip balm. Um, and the Summer Fridays one I find to be just as moisturizing, but it doesn't have that like gloopy consistency yeah. that the lip peptides has. I feel like maybe um, lip peptides for winter, Summer Fridays for warmer months, it feels like. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but with the warmer months coming, they came out with two new shades. I have the like just standard vanilla and then I think it's like the brown sugar, the darker like brownish shade from Summer Fridays. And then I bought the pink sugar and the cherry. And what I will say is the pink sugar one, I was a little skeptical of it. I knew I would love the like flavoring of it um, because I think it's just like sugar cookie type of vibe. But I don't look that good in like baby pinks on my lips. Like it just like washes me out in a weird way. And it's supposed to have like a baby pink tint so i was like "Eh, i'm a little skeptical but i ordered it um because i I knew it was going to sell out really fast and i didn't want to have fomo um 
And I watched some TikTok reviews actually before it came in. And it's so sheer that it's basically mm-hmm. clear. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't really give off a baby pink vibe. So if you're like me and you're like, uh, I'm a little, I don't look good in like light pink shades, uh, don't be afraid because it's barely going to show. In fact, I think my lips are like pigmented enough that it doesn't show at all. And then the cherry shade is actually quite pigmented. Um, but I think it's really fun. It gives you that like just ate a popsicle type of mm-hmm. look. And I love cherry flavored stuff. So I knew I was going to like this one. Um, but yeah, they're definitely a little pricey. I think they're like 20 something dollars, but I love them. I think they're really good. And I think you should get them. That's all. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll add it to my next Sephora order. Yeah. Sephora's having their like big spring sale um, next month. So I always feel like Sephora – I always want Sephora sales to be better than they are. Like I always like get excited yeah. and I log in and it's like 10% off and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but like 10% off like Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. Miss Charlotte is not giving us discounts. She's not giving us sales ever. Yeah. So it's something. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break, and then we'll be back to talk through our spring bucket list items. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diosti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. We're back. Did you guys notice we have a new ad? Do you like it? Yeah. Do you like it? Um, so getting into our spring bucket lists, I'll kick us off with the first one. Um, we've like mentioned this, but we haven't talked about it a ton. I feel like we're going on a trip in April. We're going to London and to Nice, um, with the two of us, our friend Anna, and then two of Anna's friends who we have not yet met, but we're in like a group chat with. And I feel like I value travel so much that I want to 
document it a lot and I want to have like memories of it. And I really like to like vlog. You guys know I posted vlogs of like Portugal and some other trips. Um, and I feel like I want to like focus on finding the balance during this trip of like staying present and like experiencing things in the moment, but also remembering to document and save the memories because I know mm-hmm. that if I don't, I'll be sad to not have those in my camera roll to look back on, but I don't want it to be so dominant that I'm like just taking pictures every second and I'm not actually like experiencing the moment. So yeah, you yeah. try to find the balance there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my first bucket list item is to have a picnic with my boyfriend, um, which sounds so cheesy and corny and that's because it is. But I I think I've mentioned our like one of our first dates was we went and had a picnic on the Esplanade. And I just like I have such fond memories of that that I'm like I want to do that every weekend. <laughs> Recreate it, run it back. <laughs> but no, it honestly was like super nice. Um, when the weather's nice, the Esplanade's such a pretty place. You go at like sunset, you get some snackies. They have like tables set up that you can sit at and eat at, uh, and it's just so fun. Uh, so I want to do that again. I would also be open to having a picnic with someone other than my boyfriend. But you're like interested. not invited. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so sorry disinvited my dad yeah um but yeah so i think that would be fun yeah i think the esplanade is always a good reminder of like people do be living here people do be out and about like whenever i'm on the at the esplanade i feel like it's such a cast of like characters like it's like college students people on their run people like commuting home from work so it's like good city vibes yeah My next one is I want to use Pinterest more for outfit inspo and try to recreate pins with stuff that I already have in my closet. So this was kind of inspired by, um, what's her name? Carrie, Carrie Dayton on YouTube. I feel like she does a lot of videos like this. Like she'll look at inspo pictures and like try to use things she already has. Um, and like in the interest of sustainability and my wallet, I want to try to buy less clothing this year even if it's thrifted like I do thrift a lot of my stuff but I'll get into this later I have such a limited space here for storage that like I've been getting really overwhelmed and like feeling like I'm not actually wearing like half my closet because I can't like see it well um Mm -hmm. so I want to yeah like pin things and then kind of have like a reference list of like if I'm going out to dinner and I'm like stressed to put together an outfit I can like look at that list and be like all right like what can I what can I DIY for this look from what I already have yeah I like that. My next one is to figure out my fitness routine, parentheses, workout every day, question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm still forming this thought, if I'm being completely honest, but I've just, I've kind of been all over the place when it comes to fitness since like the year started. I feel like my fitness attention span has been like very short. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is like, I like go through phases where like I'm super into like one type of workout And then, like, I'll do that forever and then I'll get over it and try, like, a new type. And I feel like this year I've already tried, like, so many different types of workout (laughs) that I'm like, Kylie, you have to – you have to figure something out. Like, because it's starting to get to a point where I like – I don't mind, like, doing different types and I think it's fine to, like, go through phases of what you like to do and, like, prioritize moving your body in, like, the way that makes you, like, excited to do it. And also, like, I feel so chaotic and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have a routine down. Um, So I think one thing that I can do to help 
is like prioritize getting some sort of workout or movement in every day. Um, Cause I think once you start doing it, number one, doing it every day, that's like building a routine in and of itself. And then I think I, you can only like keep up with something so much if you're doing it every single day. Um, So I'm hoping that like I'll sort of get into a groove of like on Mondays I do this type of workout, Mm -hmm. on Tuesdays I do this type of workout instead of just like only doing one type of workout three to four times a week for two weeks and then being like, okay, and I'm over it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but that's kind of what – that's what I'm going to try to at least like bring myself a little bit of peace when Mm -hmm. it comes to my fitness routine. Yeah, because if it's like – if the decision-making process is stressful, then like – and your your goal is try to, is like to try to be healthy and like de-stress through working out, then yeah. it's like kind of, yeah, like counterintuitive. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, have you guys had the discussion of who's going to keep the Peloton? We have. Oh, we T. Have. Who is it? It's me. <gasps> nice. Um, my next bucket list item is I feel like I go through phases of diligence with working from home. And I feel like I've been in a weird phase that has not yet happened to me in my work from home life, which is I feel like I I like to take advantage of the fact that I'm working from home, right? So I think it's a really nice like task switch, like reset routine to do a little bit of like housework between tasks. So like if I just finished up like this big report and I know that I have a meeting in like 15 minutes, I'll go and like unload the dishwasher in between so that it's like kind of like a a shift in my head. I don't know. I I like doing stuff like that. And I feel like recently, the last few months, I've like been getting a little carried away with doing things midday and I still like get all my work done. But it, it, a lot of times it means that I'm on past five. Like I feel like I've been working until like six for the past couple months just because I spent like, you know, an hour midday, like getting house stuff done or like going on a walk or whatever. And I feel like I want to find more balance between like taking advantage of the fact that I'm working remotely but like still staying on task and like kind of reversing the order of something so that I'm not on Slack at like 6 p.m. Because I feel like that's also not good behavior to like model for the team that I work for. And like, especially the younger people on the team um, is to like Slack them like after hours and stuff. So I know it's not like that after hours, but you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like that was a new one for me. Like, I feel like it's it's weird for me to not have everything done by like five. And I know it's because I'm spending more time midday like doing other things, which is fine. And yeah. like, I think we have like a flexible enough model that that's not like frowned upon. But I just don't like it because it makes the code switch to like dance even like m- faster and like more stressful. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. My next one is to just absolutely slay at the Taylor Swift concert. If you have a TikTok account and you are a Swifty, you know that she has started her Eras tour. And I literally have like FOMO watching the videos and I'm going to the concert. Like I fully have tickets. I'm watching the videos like I wish I was there right now. I want to go to every (laughs) single show. Uh, So I'm looking to absolutely slay at Taylor Swift. I'm looking to serve cunt. I'm looking to serve slut. Like, I I really am. (laughs) Um, What, like, era are you going to go for? Reputation, of course. I'm a reputation girly. That's, like, the album that got me hooked Mm -hmm. to Taylor Swift. Um, It's such a fun concept that, like, everyone's – I mean, not everyone, but it seems like 
pretty much everyone's going with the theme of like picking one era and like dressing for it. And I think that's like, yeah, that's like a fun assignment I feel like to have. Oh my God. It's so fun. Cause they're all like and very distinct also, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like fun. Cause if you're going with someone like I'm doing reputation and then the person that I'm going with, I'm going with my friend M. she's either doing speak now or lover, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's so funny. Cause we're going to look so different. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? We're going to the same concert. It's, I just can't wait. I'm looking to slay. I'm looking to serve. Uh, and it's – I honestly, I'll probably be taken out on a stretcher uh, <laughs> from this concert if we're being like totally real. And she is playing two surprise songs at all of her shows and the anticipation of knowing what my surprise songs are going to be is actually killing me fully. So we'll see. I was thinking about like – it's interesting to be in the modern era and like have everything so live posted on TikTok because I think – I don't know how you feel about it, but I almost feel like in some ways seeing like already knowing kind of like what the opening sequence looks like and like all the little transitions and stuff. Like I feel like in a way I would be almost – I would feel like that's a little bit of a spoiler for me, like that that mm-hmm. was taken away from me experiencing it for the first time because I like now know what's coming. Um, so it's interesting to think about like just how that's inevitable I feel like these days. Like – if something yeah. has if something is being repeated before you go to see it, like chances are it's gonna be somewhat exposed for you before you have a chance to like experience it. It's kind of sad, I feel like. Yeah, I, it is. And also like I feel like nothing can replace the like feeling of experiencing it. Oh yeah, definitely. Person. You just don't want to have like the surprise factor, is what I'm saying for a lot of it, which is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. What I was saying was I've been like spoiled for a decent amount of it because like you said I think it's inevitable but like I don't necessarily know what like little like banter Taylor goes on like during Mm -hmm. in between songs and like we have the two surprise songs that like we literally can't know because she's not going to repeat any of the same two songs for each show um so that's like I've kind of made my peace with like there's elements that I'm going to be surprised about there's elements that I know about and either way, I'm going to be gagged and gooped by the end. Yeah. Of it. So it's, gonna be it's just funny that like in our in the time we live in, there's very few things that can like stay sacred or like a surprise. Yeah. You know, like it's just yeah. funny. But yeah, um, I agree. Excited to see the fit. My next one is to meet JC and Chelsea from what we said? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know if we had to purchase like a different package to meet them or something. But we are going to their live show in Boston in a couple weeks. And I don't think there were like different ticket types. And I've seen people like posting meeting them. So I don't know if they just like hang out before or after what the vibe is, but we are big fans of what we said. So should be interesting. Um, and I like the venue that they're going to be at. I've been at it for um, a couple things before and it's very like unique. So should be good. Yeah. I've never been to the venue, but I'm excited. Uh, and did you see their tour exclusive merch? Is it like the I heart shirt? I heart what we said one, yeah. And then it has like a like the back is really fun. Um, It has like the cities that they've been to and the Mm -hmm. tour dates and stuff. Um, And I'm a sucker for a tour exclusive merch. True, I love it. Um, my next one, I won't like harp on this too much, but hopefully I will sign on my new apartment uh in the springtime and hopefully early in the springtime i want this to be the first thing i check off my bucket list please universe Mm -hmm. i'm manifesting it let it happen 
Yes. Also manifesting it. I feel like it's it's just stressful to like be in a somewhat like limbo situation with something as big as housing. So yeah. Sending all the good vibes. Um, my next one is I want to get our Wi-Fi situated so that I can work in the backyard. That has not been the case since we've lived here. Like our router got installed at like the front of the house, if that makes sense. So it doesn't like mm. extend all the way back there. And we've played around with like getting those like plug-in Wi-Fi extenders and stuff like that in the past. Um, but it's just never been strong enough out there. And I feel like we can we can make it work. If nothing else, I can like hotspot or something off my phone. Yeah. Um, but we have a little like deck set up and I just feel like I would love to like take meetings and stuff out there and I just haven't been able to figure it out so far. So I want to get that figured out. Yeah. Uh, in the same vein as getting outside, I want to get back into reading. I have been in like one of the worst reading slumps I've ever been in in my whole life. Uh, since like October, I've just really struggled like getting through a book and I miss it. I, I love to read. It's like one of my favorite forms of entertainment and my my brain has been held captive by TikTok and I need to figure that out and read more. And I think especially once the weather gets nice, there's like a cute little park near my apartment that I can like put a blanket out and go and just like read for an hour, get some mm-hmm. vitamin D, get off of my phone. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping to do that. Yes, and uh, we do have a assigned book for book club that neither of us have read. So so true, so <laughs> true. I'm like a couple pages in. <laughs> I don't but. even own the book. So, <laughs> um, my next one. I feel like I say this every like every spring, basically, but just like defrost, come out of hibernation, get get back into like the city. I feel like I've been doing this the past couple weeks. Like I went with going to like the MFA and like that little craft store and stuff, but just like remembering that there are so many places to see beyond like the direct neighborhood that I live in and there's yeah it's much more pleasant when it's nice out um so even if it's just to like go work at like a cute cafe that I saw like on TikTok or something like that like just making the effort um to get out of my little shell here that I definitely stay in in the colder months yeah I definitely uh, have been feeling that like I've even outside of having to like, quarantine from COVID I've just been itching to like do stuff outside of my apartment and I think that's honestly a product of working from home yeah uh, is like it's so easy for me to not leave my apartment in any yeah. given day and literally one day I'm not leaving my apartment and I'm like get me out of here <laughs> I can't take it so I've also been trying to like get out a bit more. Um, and I actually wanted to set a goal of working one day a week from a coffee shop, maybe like yeah. combining buy your coffee Friday with, you know, spend Friday mornings just in a coffee shop, vibing, or even Friday afternoons. Cause I feel like yeah. Friday afternoons aren't um like big like meeting times. So you can kind of just get caught up on the work you want to get caught up on before the weekend, vibe at a coffee shop. And then go about go about your business. So that's sort of the goal. I might maybe I'll start it tomorrow. That'd yeah, I like this um, idea too. And I was thinking, yeah, maybe like either Monday mornings or Friday afternoons. I feel like are when I have the least amount of meetings because we kind of give each other mm-hmm. time on like either end of the week to like get figured out. Um, yeah, and I do think this would also help with my staying diligent to log off at five thing because have you heard True. of this like? 
it's like called body doubling. Did we already talk about this on the podcast at one point? It's like the concept of like when you're around other people, like you're much more um, motivated to like look productive and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. So. I, well, I'm familiar with this concept. I don't know if we've talked about yeah. it on the podcast, but yeah, I feel like that would be good for me because it's like you can't be super distracted at a coffee shop because all you're doing is sit in front of your computer. You can't go, can't go fold your laundry. So, so true. Um, my next one goes back to my favorite. So I want to use my knitting starter kit. A long time ago, I got a little starter kit from like a different local business that just came with needles and some yarn and like basic instructions on how to like do the most basic stitches. Like, I don't think this kit's going to like turn into anything. I don't think I could make like a scarf or anything like that, but it's just like to learn how to do the knitting (laughs) itself Mm -hmm. um and yeah just seeing all those yarns I was like I would so love to be the type of person that could like you know whip up like a little cardigan in my free time and I know that's like x games mode like that takes so long to like get to that point but my mom made me a warm-up dress for ballet that I like requested like I saw one online that I liked that was like $90 and I was like can you make something that like emulates this um and so it's literally just like a yarn like knitted little almost like a tube dress like a wrap dress kind of situation and I was like I want to be able to make stuff so I'm gonna try to use that starter kit I don't anticipate I will be able to actually make anything for a very long time but first steps sure yeah yeah uh my next one is to make a significant chunk in my student loan payments um not to jump scare anyone but this this spring is when uh payments for federal student loans is allegedly yes i was very much back. gonna say allegedly it's like because they've said about six times now that this was the final extension yeah. and it never was and i don't know i do have like a little bit of a gut feeling that this might actually be the final one maybe well, i'm yeah. just like especially because the state of emergency the federal state of emergency is ending and i think that's a lot of the yes. justification to consider or to continue yes um so most likely yeah so i'm hoping that uh we get our student loan forgiveness but i'm not holding my breath (laughs) so in the interim i have been contributing to a high yield savings account uh for my student loan specifically while we've been in this like moratorium and uh, truthfully i don't like contribute a ton to it because it's just not a financial priority right now but very soon it's going to be a financial priority obviously so my hope is once like payments resume i'm going to take what i have in that savings account put a big payment towards it to lower my monthly payment hopefully and then i just want to like make sure that i'm always paying above the minimum monthly payment and just like i i want them out of my way i want them gone never to be seen again no debt please yeah that is a jump scare but a good reminder yeah. for us all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, my next bucket list item is I'm going to Charleston for the first time. And my boyfriend mm-hmm. really likes Charleston. He's weirdly been there like probably six times without me. It's just like never worked out for me to join him. Um, and fun fact, that's actually where they filmed Outer Banks. I don't think they filmed it actually ah. in the Outer Banks. I think they filmed it mostly in Charleston. So I wrote that I want to live my Outer Banks fantasies in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me know if you have any recommendations because I know it's supposed to be like a very cute town. I feel like he's like, I think he wants to plant the seed of like living there one day because he really likes it. 
So we'll see how I feel. I don't think I'm much of like a Southern girl, but maybe this will change my mind. So TBD. Uh, My next one, this is going off of uh, last week's episode, but I want to buy myself flowers every week. I want to put flowers on my grocery list to buy at Trader Joe's. And oh, yep, there they are. Anya has her flowers. Um, But yeah, spring is sprung and I just feel like having like fresh flowers in your space, like I have the perfect spot next to my desk to put them. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it like livens up your space so much. Yeah, it's the best. And I also feel like recently, I used to always go for the carnations, which is what I have right now. And I did that because they're cheap. But I have found when you spend like a little more and you get like the tulips or like the spray roses or something, it just hits different. Yeah. Well, and if you're going to Trader Joe's, spending a little more is like actually a dollar more. So that's my plan at least because I do most of my grocery shopping at Trader Joe's. So I was planning to get flowers at Trader Joe's or the petit bouquet. Yeah. I like the petit bouquet. Even if you get (laughs) two of those. um, Yeah. It's not bad. Um, I alluded to this earlier, but my next one is to figure out some better storage solutions for my clothes. I feel like in my current, like my place is big, but it's old. So it doesn't have a ton of closet space. Like I basically just have one very much like door sized closet. Like it's not very deep or anything like that where I can keep my clothes. And then Grant has the other closet. And so I am kind of, especially with winter stuff or like heavier, like sweater stuff, it's just so packed in there. And like I said, I feel like I don't have like visibility of everything that I own and stuff. So I number one need to do like a clean out first, but I do think I need to get some sort of like standalone unit of some sort, like maybe go to Ikea and like see what they have um, and maybe put it like, all right, right here or something. I don't know. Even put it in like the dining room because I think they have a lot of there's a lot of like furniture units that don't necessarily scream that they're like holding clothes that could be good like storage solutions. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I need to like separate out. I want to separate out like my ballet stuff for my workout stuff and like that kind of thing. And I just I feel like I'm hitting hitting the point where it's starting to annoy me more than it has historically. So I need to mm-hmm. figure that out. Yeah. Um, my last bucket list item is to go to the farmer's market. I feel like I didn't go to any farmer's markets last, like, spring and summer, Mm -hmm. and that's egregious. I don't know why I didn't do that. Or even, like, SOA, like, just an outdoor market of sorts. I want to be there. I don't think I've ever been. Really? It's worth going on the day that they have the, like, artisans market, too, which I think is once a month. Like, so they always Mm -hmm. have, like, the farmer's market part, but if you go on, like, the monthly ones, they also have a separate, like, little craft one. So it's, like, two birds, one stone kind of thing. Um, Yeah. But if you end up moving to the place that's closer to this direction, we have a specific little neighborhood one that's really cute that's on Wednesdays, Mm. uh, like, Wednesdays, three to, like, seven or something like that. And there's usually, like, a little live band. Like, it's so cute. So, yeah. Okay. Good to know. My last one is continuing going to some local like ballet performances and looking for opportunities to like support the local arts or like the traveling arts. I feel like I've been to a lot of like shows lately. Like we went to Nutcracker and then we went to that contemporary ballet. We saw Ballet X and then I saw Hamilton and then I'm seeing – we're seeing Don Q tomorrow. I'm seeing Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty. Late- You're going to that I'm too. I'm seeing yeah, Sleeping yeah, yeah. Beauty. <laughs> for a second, I second guess if um, if you decided to join us or not. Um, so yeah, lots of performances in the pipeline and I just love, I love that vibe. Like I love like a little getting ready, 
feeling a little dressy, getting a little cocktail beforehand. It's just chef's kiss. So it um, is. And like the tickets we've bought haven't been expensive. Like the no. contemporary ballet one was like, we're in like the 50 range. So were these Sleeping Beauty ones. So like it doesn't have to break the bank. Um, yeah. You just like do the research and like find the cheaper seats and stuff. Cause I just think like being in the room is fun, even if you don't have like the best view. Yeah. Um, so. And most of these theaters are small enough, at least in, in Boston, they're small enough that, like, there's no bad view. There's just, yeah. like, great views and good views, I feel like. And the um, ticket difference between them is so crazy. Like – Crazy. The We're sitting on, like, kind of the side orchestra for Sleeping Beauty, and it was, like – I think it was, like, 50, 56 each or something like that, or, like, it was, like, less than 60. Yeah. Um, but if you look, went in like that same row and you were sitting in the middle, it's like, close to like 200. Like it is a huge difference. Yeah. So just don't be afraid to like look at the seats on the side. Chances are yeah. the view will still be good. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I will say we've been on such a performance grind that when you texted me about Sleeping Beauty, I'd conflated that with Don Q. And oh, for yeah. like most of my like delay in responding of whether I was interested was because I was like I thought we were are we not seeing Sleeping Beauty (laughs) and I was like doing research being like what are we seeing if we're not seeing (laughs) Sleeping Beauty and I figured it out eventually and then I was like oh I would like to see Sleeping Beauty yeah I I need to read before we see Don Q tomorrow I want to read like a synopsis because I feel like that's kind of what I messed up before we saw Midsummer Night's Dream like a year ago like obviously I like know the general vibe or like storyline but i like wasn't understanding like what the characters were supposed to be like doing yeah so like i want (laughs) to i want to make sure that i know that more going into donkey because like i know the main characters and i know overall that like they're in spain and like whatever but like other than that i'm like i couldn't really tell you the plot so gotta catch up on that yeah (laughs) for sure for sure but that is our spring bucket list maybe we can do a little question function uh and say what's on your spring bucket list so if you're on spotify you can go ahead and answer that we're curious to know yeah yeah for sure i always forget about that q a function what a great idea yeah but with that make sure you follow us on instagram at two degrees hotter uh feel free to leave us any advice you need in our anonymous suggestion box Uh, Give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because it really helps our show out. And with that, we will chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Bye.